This is Nikki Bruno with the Epic Comeback Podcast, where warrior women who've been through absolute caca give you advice on how to get to the other side of yours. Today, I am a lucky gal to be here with Hillary Billings. Hillary, thank you for being with me and welcome. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. It is my pleasure, absolutely. Hillary, I can't wait to learn about you. Please introduce us to yourself. Tell us who you are, where you're from, and what keeps you busy during the day. Yeah, well, my name's Hillary. I am originally from Las Vegas, Nevada. I now live in Nashville, Tennessee. And right now I'm building a brand called Red Carpet Confidence, where I help people overcome their feelings of inadequacy to feel authentically like a million bucks, regardless of their life situations. So I'm a keynote speaker and I'm a host of the forthcoming podcast, the same name, Red Carpet Confidence. And I create humorous online video content on my Facebook watch page, The Hillary Show. Confidence, yes. Red carpet, <laughs> yes. All of the above. I am, I'm in line. I'm a fan. I love it. I think so much of what we go through as humans and particularly as women comes down to confidence big time. Absolutely. And we're going to get more into that. Hillary, yeah. as you know, this is a podcast by and for women who've gone through some really, really rough and challenging and life shattering stuff. Would you please summarize for us what you went through and what was the worst part? Yeah, well, you know, the reason that I am so passionate about helping women, especially overcome feelings of inadequacy, is because this all started with me dealing with immense amounts of rejection. Um, I lost a dear friend to suicide in school. Uh, and then I went on to be rejected from 14 graduate school programs, despite being the number one graduate of my graduating class from UNLV. So I did what a normal person would do. I took off to Nicaragua to hide out. I started a travel blog documenting my international travels as well as my feelings of inadequacy and how I felt like my life was over. And so not long after starting to see success within the blog sphere and I gained an audience in around 120 countries, I was hit with a malfunctioning firework um, in the chest on the 4th of July in 2012 and all of my confidence fell apart once again. Doctors didn't know what my healing time would look like. They didn't know if I'd look normal and I certainly didn't feel feminine. It was really ironic to have gone from getting my degree in body image and focusing on uh, body dissatisfaction to suddenly not liking who I was and feeling like I was some sort of Frankenstein's monster. And I knew after six months of grieving about my body that I needed to do something to get myself out of this traumatic situation. So nothing sounded more uncomfortable than being on stage in a bikini and having someone judge me based upon my appearance. So naturally, I entered a beauty pageant. And then <laughs> I went on to win. Naturally. So naturally. I became Miss Nevada, United States in 2013. And so even then, when living with my success, you know, I struggled so much with imposter syndrome as Miss Nevada United States. Um, I would often be told at appearances that I didn't look like a Miss Nevada. And even though I wasn't fully clear on what that meant, I was convinced it wasn't a compliment. And I had to really work on affirming my own self-worth, which has been the journey that I've been on ever since. And so since then, I've become an on-camera host, a celebrity interviewer, and I've had the pleasure of interviewing many high-profile celebrities, entrepreneurs, actresses, singer-songwriters on red carpets around the country. And what I realized as I started talking with all of these people that we held in such high regard is that everybody deals with feelings of inadequacy. 
but no one's talking about it. And the ramifications of not talking about it are becoming so severe, you know, we're creating a culture where we're the loneliest generation and the most miserable and disconnected generation, even though we are hyper-connected with our technology. You know, teen suicides are, have seen a 56% increase in the past 10 years. So this is something we definitely be talking about and having conversations around and ensuring that everybody knows that they can connect authentically and have authentic confidence even if they do and have experienced these feelings. Wow. And wow again, <laughs> wow to your journey. Wow to what you came through. I have to ask, did the, did the firework incident happen in, in Nicaragua? No, actually, I had just gotten back from living with the firewalkers in Fiji, um, which is really interesting because their tribe uh, claims to be able to be the originators of the practice of walking on hot coals. And uh -huh. the, the women in the tribe uh, are also believed to have the ability to heal you from burns. So it was really fascinating. I would just come back from that experience. Uh, and I still hadn't quite acclimated to being back in the States to sure. having this experience. So I was in, I was in the U.S. I had just gotten back. I, made, I think I've been back in the States for about two weeks when it happened happened. Holy moly. <laughs> I have so many questions. I don't even, I don't even know where to go. I got to throw out, I got to throw it all out. I got to throw out. <laughs> Who you are and what you've been through is completely blowing me away right now. Oh. <laughs> I'm so excited that I get to meet you in person. In I know. It's going to be weeks. great. Um, I'm not usually speechless, but so instead of being speechless, I'm going to move on to my next question because yeah. so it, like the kind of strength that it takes, not only to get to the other side of, of a burn, mm -hmm. right, of, of, a, of a major injury, but what you're talking about with inadequacy, not feeling like you're enough, imposter syndrome, which is being talked about a lot more now. I think, yes, I think there's absolutely. a lot more awareness about that now happening to men, women, and everyone in between. Totally. It, it's looking to me like you are really on the other side of multiple things right now. Um, what is the best thing about your vantage point now, having come through the journey that you've come through so far, not to say that it's over, but from sure. where you are right now? Yeah, I think the best part about it is that I get to take this experience and help others. Um, I think that the reason that we go through anything in life is to make us of more service to other people. And, you know, when I initially was burned and it was kind of the situation of why me, why did this happen to me? And that was the question. I had a friend that sat down with me and said, you know, when there isn't an, an explanation, Oftentimes it means that you're going to be in a position where you're going to be able to help somebody else. And she just had the musing since I just come back from the firewalkers, like maybe one day you're in a village and a child gets burned and you know what to do because you've been there. And the unique perspective that I got from that is after becoming Miss Nevada, I went on to work with the Burn Foundation and the Burn Institute and go and speak at Camp Beyond the Scars, which is a summer camp for children that are burn survivors in Southern California. And that has since become part of my platform that you don't have to be flawless to feel beautiful. And, you know, even as an advocate of, of Miss Nevada, you know, we had triple the number of entries the following year and a diverse group of women, women that were publicists and business owners and lawyers and women that saw suddenly this thing that was usually considered very superficial as a platform to grow their business and their message. And I think that anytime you go through a hardship, one, it, it provides you a chance to grow as a person and grow your resilience. There's a beautiful thing called post-traumatic growth, um, which doesn't get talked about enough. Uh, post-traumatic stress is obviously what everyone naturally goes to, but there are ways 
as you go through your life that you can actually prime yourself and your body to ensure that when you go through a traumatic experience, you come out feeling much better about it. Uh, so I highly encourage all of your listeners to look up all the different ways that they can enact post-traumatic growth because anytime you go through this, it just makes you a stronger human and puts you in a stronger position to help others. Yes. And not everybody realizes that because trauma does bring some people down. And right. Absolutely. I mean, there, what, what, what else is going to bring somebody down? But what my guests on this podcast have in common is that trauma didn't bring them down. Sometimes trauma after trauma, multiple traumas. Totally. And there's so much to be learned. I'm so cool. I'm so glad that you mentioned post-traumatic growth. It's not something most people know about. And mm -hmm. um, I, my very first coach, my very first professional coach who I worked with is an expert on post-traumatic growth. And it's, it's definitely something to look up. So Google post-traumatic growth, everyone. Do it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so moving, moving on to, I've noticed by, through this project, through this podcast, and also in my own experience that warrior women tend to travel in packs. And by the way, we all have a warrior in us. So we are all warrior, warrior women, but I will say like, Women have been through a lot of caca. So what I'd like to ask you, Hillary, is who are some other women like you who've gone through some real rough stuff and have come out on the other side, perhaps people who've inspired you on your journey, like your friend who said, hey, maybe this happened for a reason um, and should be on my podcast. Absolutely. I 100% recommend that you get in touch with Miss Ellie Brown. Uh, she's been a close friend of mine since my year as Miss Nevada. And she also, we're in the same Facebook watch page family. She's got a watch page show called The Ellie Brown Show. She's an actress, singer, model. And in the past three years, uh, she learned that she had cancer in her tongue and in her mouth. And she ended up having to have part of her tongue and her entire left jaw removed and replaced with a portion of her femur bone from her leg. Uh, she was told by doctors that she wouldn't be able to walk for about a year or drive for at least nine months, that she wouldn't ever sing again. And in the past year, since having this major cowboy surgery, she part of her tongue is now made from her leg muscle and she sings all the time and in fact she just auditioned to be a part of the broadway cast of chicago so she oh, and she does these incredible inspirational videos that get millions of views uh so she's inspiring a community of women and, and people everywhere those that are dealing with these types of terrible life-threatening diseases as well as others that have just overcome something that can feel very isolating and it's not something that's talked enough i think about in social media and she presents it in such a positive way she's such a light, even in the last year, we were sitting in a car, we were driving around, it had been about six months since her surgery. And I asked her, you know, looking back on this past year of your life, how do you feel about everything that you've gone through? And her answer, I think just sums her up as a human and how much we all have to learn from her, which was, you know, last year, I got to see every single person that loves me. And they all showed up for me and I couldn't have asked for anything more than that. And, you know, she could have chosen to say, I lost my career. I lost my ability to do blah, blah, blah. And everything that she had built her self-worth, her identity, her money, uh, her whole monetization off of was gone. And even potentially, you know, her life being threatened, but she chose to go with, she got to see everyone that she loved. And so I highly recommend her for you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm on the phone right now. Yes. Um, yes. But I'm not on the phone right now because I'm with Hillary Billings. Um, <laughs> Hillary, really the essence of this podcast. I can't wait to hear what you have to say about this. What is one piece of advice or maybe two that you would give to women who are going through absolute caca 
life-shattering experience right now on how to get to that other side? I feel like the the piece of information and advice that is often handed out to somebody, whether you're just feeling inadequate or you're feeling down or something awful has happened to you, it's just to fake it till you make it. And I hate this advice. There is nothing that I abhor more than somebody telling me to fake it till I make it. It breeds so many more problems than it solves. For one, you have to find a way to pretend to be happy or confident or feeling good about your body or that you're not depressed or anxious or whatever it is that you're dealing with. Uh, and the hopes that other people will believe you. So you're setting up this misperception that you don't believe it's inauthentic. This is why we have experience of, of imposter syndrome. So my belief is don't fake it till you make it align your actions and your words until you feel it. And that might just be a subtle shift. So, you know, if you're, let's say that you're starting something new and it's really scary, you just quit your job or you just got fired and you're starting something brand new instead of I suck, I'm not good at this. It's like, well, I'm learning and you want to go for, the closest thing that feels good, but is also truthful. It's not about finding a way to try to make yourself feel something that isn't actually fact, right? If you don't love your body, don't start with, I'm the most amazing thing that ever walked and I just feel like a model, right? Go with, I respect and love what my body can do for me. So utilizing language and alignment to ensure that everything that you're doing is pushing you forward a little bit so you've got that progress. Don't fake it till you make it. Align it until you feel it. Align it until you feel it. I like what you're saying about words and actions going together. Absolutely. And we, especially in times where we're feeling trauma or we're going through challenges, our language tends to be very negative. And it's a great opportunity. You know, I had a girlfriend who I, I made, promise, I made her promise me that anytime I was going through something difficult, she would ask me what good is coming from this. And I would often hate her in the moment asking <laughs> yes. that question. But, <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I'm sorry, you, you made, what is, what's good about this? What's happening here? What else could this mean? And by having somebody else bounce those questions off of me, it's, it's forced me to reframe my perspective. And so now I just naturally do it. And it's so important when you are going through something to have a support system that's willing to support you with the language that you need. Again, it's not about disillusioning yourself, but going away from negative things that aren't serving you language that doesn't help you in your situation to something that's actually going to give you some progress in the right direction. Yeah. Fantastic. And my last question, Hillary, is since we're all about being epic here, if you could yeah. have any superpower that you don't already have, what would it be? Okay, this, this stems from a pet peeve of mine, but I wish that I could just like sprinkle awareness on people, like a little awareness fairy. When I'm like traveling through an airport or something, there's always like that one person that's watching some really annoying video and that's like with some awful music and not paying attention to the people around them or the person that's like on the cell phone while they're going through a movie theater or what have you. I just think that if we all practice a little bit more awareness and had more of these moments of connection of, hey, you look beautiful today or thank you so much for bagging my groceries and, and kind of getting back to the space of being present, uh, we would all be better for it. So the power of awareness to, to give it people in all directions. I love that answer. <laughs> Miss, Ms. Awareness Fairy. That's right. <laughs> I love it. Hillary, thank you so much for being my guest today. Where can we find you online? 
all the places. I'm super easy to find. HillaryBillings.com. That's Hillary with one L, Billings with two. Uh, you can also find there my free workbook on four steps to quit confidence, which will help you determine not only scientifically proven methods as to what's going to be breaking down your confidence, but how you can easily start making shifts to help yourself out. Sign up and get that there. Uh, the Hillary Show, that's H-I-L-A-R-Y Show on Facebook for the Facebook watch page. You're going to find lots of silly content there, just ways to make you laugh and, and enjoy, have a little levity to your day and through the social media trenches that we often get stuck in. Uh, and then you can find me on Instagram and all the socials. I'm on it. I'm following <laughs> you, watching your show. I am your biggest new fan. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> This is Nikki Bruno with Hillary Billings on the Epic Comeback Podcast. For more ideas on how to stage an epic comeback in your life after one or more life-shattering experiences, please go to theepiccomeback.com.